You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki. And your host, and I'm Tori. It's Tori. <laughs> it's me, Mario. She's time. Um, in our previous episode, that was like our that was our farewell Tori episode. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready. Yeah, but um, we are. She's back for a final block of recording episodes. So she's yeah, yeah. she's not really gone yet. So <laughs> it's exciting. Uh, we are also here with our faithful producer Will. How's it going? It's going okay. It's pretty good. Better <laughs> that I'm here, honestly. Will saw me before the episode. I was like crying in my Thai food. It was sad. Oh no! And uh, but today I'm better. Better now that I'm here. Podcast yeah. noise heals my soul. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Talking this quietly, like directly into a microphone, it's really soothing. Um, <laughs> I feel soothed just listening oh, to good. you. And that was Tris, who's our special guest host for right now. Hello. And we're here in episode 31. Trinta, you know. Oh my goodness. She looked it up and everything. And I dabbed because I'm, I'm trash. She dabbed. <laughs> Hit the dab like Wiz Khalifa. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> All right. So we are here with, uh, once again, with Jedi Manda. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yes. Very excited to, to get to wrap up with you again after last time's technical issues. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so last time, if you haven't listened to the previous episode with, with Amanda, then go back and listen to episode 29, where we talked about, um, the, the TLDR of how she got into cosplay and her background with that. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. basically was that you were really doing, you were doing costumes for theater and then sort of branched yeah. off into cosplay from there. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, yeah. very cool. <laughs> I got tired of dressing them, so I wanted to dress myself. Yep, <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> yep. Um, one question about I don't know if we asked this last time, and I just thought of, excuse me, just thought of it. Is there a specific musical that you would <sighs> want to costume, or a or a specific play that you would want to costume? <laughs> That's such a good question. Oh, dear Lord, I hate musicals so much. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Or or play anything theater related. Yeah, I don't hate them that much, but it's just I don't know. I've done too many, too other just irritating. But I will say, if I could costume any musical, it would be between um, oh, it's probably a three way tie. It'd be between Chicago, Seeing in the Rain, and The Music Man, Ooh. all because those are ones that I love just for my personal reasons. Everything else, I really just can't stand. <laughs> like. It's only those three, and I, I don't know. I just was never a musical fan. I'd much rather costume dramas or, you know, a little more period. Anything with, a, like, a really cool period look, I'm, I'm all for. But musicals, oh, man, it's so much. It's a lot. <laughs> That's fair. I, I know they're not for everybody. Um, I know they're not. Mm. So, <laughs> so <laughs> she vehemently says. Um, <laughs> um so when you, where did my questions go? I'm sorry, you took I'm, them away from me. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure uh, out this pen. Let me fix the pen for you here. You do the thing. You do that. Click Wait, that what part. thing? That. I need uh, to get like music to put in when this stuff yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Okay. <laughs> Directly in Amanda's ear. Okay. Um, it's all good. So uh, one thing that I saw on your Instagram recently was that you got to man the custom wig company booth at, co- oh, at uh, Conjur- Conjunction. Conjunction. Conjuration? Conjuration. Yes. Conjuration. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I don't know what I said. <laughs> so... Uh, sort of two-part question. What was that experience what? like? And uh, what are some opportunities that you've gotten because of cosplay that you would not have gotten otherwise? Um, well, I don't know if you guys know, but that's actually my full-time job. Is that I work for a custom wig company. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I <laughs> do make awesome. wigs um, every day from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. So that actually is my job. And I am the cosplay representative of the company. And so when I do, when we're booked at any kind of cosplay centric convention, they send me to man the booth. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. We do um, everything you can imagine um, from, and our, and our wigs are more for like um, entertainment based. So we don't do a lot of uh, fashion wigs as in like daily wear wigs. Our stuff mm-hmm. are purely for, Historical reenacting, cosplaying, Santa Clauses, uh, that kind of jazz, theater, TV, film, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's actually my, my job, my full-time job. <laughs> so how long have you been in wig making and wig- styling? Wig making, um, I have been doing, I uh, blah, 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 April <laughs> of last year is when they hired me. Um, so I've been doing that for about a year and a half, I guess. Yes, the math is right. Um, but, uh, they're good friends of mine. I've actually been wearing their wigs since 2015. And so when a job opened, I was in need of a new job. And so I was like, Hey guys, I can do small things. I've never done this before because my theater background is just in costuming. It's not in hair or makeup. But I like learning new skills, and I knew all of them. And they were like, we'll teach you. And I was like, okay. And then, boom, I'm hired, and now I'm working. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I said that like four times already, but that is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of learning. Would you say there was a lot of learning on the job? Because Oh, it, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea how to make them when I went in. And they were very patient with me. But, I mean, they knew I had the skills, like, you know, they pretty much when we when we hire people we look if you're if you are if you work in a craft because you have like you know the skill set to look at something if it's not right fix it. Um, typically, the majority of our people are theater based. Uh, actually, everybody that works in the company has a theater background of some sort, oh, really? whether it's acting, whether it's costuming, whether it's hairstyling. Um, some of them actually have gone to school for, and our owner have gone to school for. Um, wig styling and and theater hair and makeup that level it's just i was on the costuming side and she was on the hair and makeup side okay so yeah it i've heard Mm -hmm. that a lot of places will will hire people based on you know not necessarily what skills do you have right now that immediately fill this need but what skills do you have that can be translated into another area so exactly exactly yes that's that's pretty much what it what it was and i mean tying hair and and sewing in um hair and weft is a pretty standard motion you know you don't really do a lot of different things what you differentiate is with like the direction of the hair and different wig cap bases and of course styling has been 
more of a learning curve for me because I really, besides my own cosplay wigs, which haven't had a, a lot of style until I started, until I started building like big hair, like Queen of Madala or something like that. Um, I didn't have a lot of hairstyling coaching, but wig styling is much different than human hair styling. So like, I wouldn't necessarily suggest someone from cosmetology school jumping in what we do, but I mean, they can have some more skill than I have. I've never cut hair before. So that was a fun learning curve. Um, but they're patient with me, and that's all I ask for. <laughs> that's that's the best trait to have, really, is just patience with yourself, patience. Yeah. with other people, with wigs. That is so true. <laughs> um, so what is, like, your – do you have, like, a favorite wig that you have styled and made? Yes, absolutely. Um, it was for a client who was doing a Jarrett from Labyrinth and I'm a huge David Bowie fan and making a David Bowie wig was really fun and especially styling that wig I felt like Edward Scissorhands because it was really <laughs> choppy and so I was just kind of like two scissors in my hands just like chopping it and then we actually he has like uh, we did the, um, the the ballroom scene and so he actually has blue stripes in his hair and I was able to go in with a sharpie and actually like highlight his hair from root to tip and it was really fun i just really like that style how it turned out that is so cool (laughs) is there Mm -hmm. is there one that you've worked on a cosplay or um a wig that is your least favorite that you would really like a chance to redo yes absolutely (laughs) um i haven't done it yet but i attempted to make uh, linda belcher from bob's burgers hair for Dragon Con this past year, and I just could not get it right. It was just not good. I don't know if it was the wig base that I got that was off or just the way it was shaping it was off, but I was so frustrated with it. I would just love another crack at my poor Linda Belcher wig um, so I can bring Linda to life someday. I have the costume. It's just sitting, waiting for the wig to be done. Wow. Yeah, that that when you think about her style it's I, I you see a lot of linda cosplayers who either use their mm-hmm. own natural hair or they they have the basic style yeah. but it's not as like voluminous as linda's yeah. hair is. Yeah. I, I tell you like 2d animation is the hardest to bring to life when it comes to cosplay oh, for it sure. is so difficult because sometimes we don't see the back sometimes we don't see the angle mm-hmm. or with linda's hair it's flat and one shape you know yeah so I either was like, okay, do I want to make it look flat or do I want to make it look three-dimensional? And so I tried the three-dimensional look and it was, I just couldn't get the curl to go the way it yeah. needed to, and especially the front. And then I was just fighting myself with it. So I'd like another crack at Linda. I just had to buy a whole new wig because the wig that I did use, I just, I just destroyed. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> Big oof. Um, you look like you were going to say something. Oh. I'm just I'm I'm reading through all the questions and stuff, and I'm very excited to ask all. Well, um, <laughs> That's what the face I'm making is. Um, well, do you Aww. have? Um, there's a, let's see, Catherine Hildebrandt from Instagram wanted to ask what your most challenging build is, and what you learned from it. Uh, most challenging will definitely have to be Queen Amidala. Um, and I, what I learned from it was to, um, be patient, which is something I don't have. And, um, and honestly, 
I learned a lot of like techniques with Warbler um, because all of the gold pieces that are on my headpiece are all Warbler um, with different uh, paints and, and textures all over that. I learned really how to do Warbler with that. Um, that was definitely a technique that I didn't really have before then. Before that, I was, I think the most Warbler thing I've ever done was my Ahsoka. And um, it, it's fine, but like I just didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really care for it until I was like, okay, we'll do this for Queen of Madala. And I did it and I was like, okay, that's how that works. Um, what else? Uh, I feel like yeah, your cosplay. I mean, mainly that. <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm saying, I feel like your cosplay uh, process is. Is it an extremely hard build female character from Star Wars? Check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That's a good criteria. Right? Go home. <laughs> On that topic, I'm going to branch off of that. Um, is there a... Um, are you looking at doing more Star Wars cosplays in the future? And if so, what's like the one you're most looking forward to doing? Oh, yes. After Captain Marvel, I'm doing another Queen of Madala, but I'm doing her yes. um, black decoy dress. That's right. the one with the feathers. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, I think that was at the DIA this past summer. Yeah, because they had the Star Wars uh, cosplay costume, not cosplay. It was <laughs> yeah. actually in yeah, the that film. Was, that was one of them that was traveling. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. So that one is next. Um, I will be premiering that with a wonderful group of uh, handmaidens at Star Wars Celebration in April in Chicago. Oh, and Tori's gonna see you, and she's gonna lose I'm gonna, her mind. I'm gonna lose my mind. I am so sorry. Every time you're gonna, if I run into you at, at celebration, every time you run into me, I'm going to be fangirling. I am Wait, really sorry ahead of time. Are you going to secretly? Uh, that's okay. I'll just give you a bigger hug each time. Aww. Uh, please tell me for that cosplay, you're secretly going to be one of the handmaidens. No. <laughs> I have my schedule packed on what I'm oh, no, bringing to celebration. About, I thought about that. Yeah. I did think about that. But um, there's a big group of us doing it. And, and all of my handmaidens are are uh, making the, the, the flame maiden, the orange red velvet nice. gradient thing. And uh, we're just going to be trolling around Saturday, mostly in the morning, afternoon until my feet get tired. That is awesome. <laughs> that's can't, excellent. Can't wait to see fellows from there. So, th- so that's I'm I'm very excited for that. Fully covered in feathers. So, are you prepared for everything that you own to be fully covered in feathers? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. The last thing that I did that had a lot of like stuff that just got everywhere. I think I'm still finding like little gold beads from Queen of Madala like stuck in my couch. Oh no. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> good. It's fine. And also, I work in a wig studio. I come I hair all over hair, all yeah. So, oh, yeah, like, that's this, true. This stuff does not bother me. I was, yeah, and I was going to say follow-up. Like, what is the most sort of craft herpes thing that you've had to deal with uh, in hair. both your jo- Hair? <laughs> you, yeah. Hair. <laughs> well, that is my job. And yeah. that comes home with me no matter what. And um, Santa Clauses are our bread and butter. Like, that's what we make all year round. Our custom Santa hair sets and facial hair and beards and I just find white hair everywhere. I think I was on vacation last year and I was unpacking and I was in South Carolina with my boyfriend and I pulled out a Santa hair out of my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. It was like, what? Are you kidding me right now? Uh, Yeah, but definitely, definitely that. Other other than hair, um, it would be beads, but I don't work a lot with sequins. I don't do a lot of I mean, I do rhinestones, but that was for Anastasia, and that was pretty contained because rhinestones are very expensive. So immediately, if I drop one, I pick it up. 
Right. Yeah, no. And um, speaking of expensive, um, what is it? Ken- mm-hmm. Kenzie's Cave on Instagram uh, wanted to ask, how do you decide on a budget for your cosplays? They're amazing and so detailed, and I'd love to take mine up a notch as well. So. Yeah, um, budgeting is something that I really am working towards, basically nailing down. Um, used to, when I'd start, I'd just be like, you know, balls to the wall, get all the fabric and do everything. <laughs> but I honestly really try to stay at least under a grand in um, my uh, uh, fabric, uh, all the materials. And um, I can honestly say I have achieved that in all of my cosplays. Like that sounds crazy and expensive, like up front, but I've worked on these things for six to nine months and I'm buying stuff over that amount of time. I will say uh, probably Anastasia was just an edge bit more expensive than Queen of Madala, but that's because there was a lot more stuff with her than Queen of Madala. I was making a corset, I was making a cage crinoline, I was making nine layer petticoats with rhinestones that had silk dupioni. I mean, that, that one edged up, but I was able to really coupon. I had a very successful uh, fundraising um, bat on Kofi, which is my little yeah. fundraising website that I do mm-hmm. that people can donate to and be a part of. And they actually helped me pay for the rhinestones, which was amazing. Oh, wow. And because of that, anytime someone that donates to my Kofi account, I write their name in my outfit somehow. And Aww. so, Every one of my costumes has my donator's name somehow in it. Um, I'm trying to think. I have three outfits that have that in it. So Doctor Strange, Anastasia, and I have to put the names in my Kira and Luke Skywalker. But uh, currently right now, um, people, if they're donating, it will go into my um, Queen of Madala decoy gown. So they just get their names in different cool ways but it was like a thank you because that really does help but that is the sweetest is so thing it's the sweetest <laughs> thing that i've heard yeah, that's so really unique cool. <sighs> have people come up and ask me like oh i donated and i'm like oh here you are because uh they're for anastasia on the when when i basically my twirl the front layer where the like the gold fabric and the heavy embroidery is actually lifts up and i have their names written on pieces of canvas that i've hand sewed into the interior so you can't see it when you look at me on stage but if i open up my skirt you can and then with uh, dr strange i actually etched their initials onto metal pieces all over his belt oh my god so it looks really cool from a side but once you walk up you're like why is there like AH and CD and OK. Oh, my bell up there and you know, I didn't explain it, but wow. I, I think it's kind of fun that <laughs> figuring is, out how I'm going to incorporate their name. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we, we already did this one. Um, oh, I have one question for you. You do a lot of you do solo cosplays and you just mentioned that you're doing a, yeah. um, a group cosplay. Is there a mm-hmm. dream group cosplay that you would love to do? Ooh. Besides, besides my my handmaiden group that's happening, because <laughs> uh, that would definitely be one. But it's, it's weird because when I first started doing cosplays, I did group cosplays all the time. And like, that's kind of how I, I don't know, how I pushed myself into cosplay in, in, in a way to where I was like, okay, well, if this group is doing this, I can do this, this, this. And I've really found out that I hated that because I was doing these characters that I was only doing for an aesthetic reason or a reason to be in this group. And then I was just like, I don't like spending all this money to do poison Ivy and I can't stand poison Ivy, you know, but just so the group, but 
Um, so I kind of got out of that, but I'm getting kind of getting back into that because the stuff that I'm making is kind of going with other groups. So I eventually would love to be in a group that's like every MCU superhero up against Thanos. And so I'm there as like Captain Marvel or Doctor Strange. But as far as that, I mean, honestly, that would probably be my most, you know, wanted group is just me being a part of other cosplayers from the MCU. I would say besides the Star Wars group. Right. Besides the Star Wars group. Cause you get to bring that to fruition. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, we need to re- did we ask her the question last time? Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. We asked you the uh the infamous how do you pee question. Um so I'm glad <laughs> yeah. we got that one out of the way last time. So that's good. Um uh, well, are there any tips uh, as our wrap up for this our wrap up question for this Advice. one? Any tips for mm-hmm. beginning cosplayers or beginning wig makers? Sure. Well, my biggest tip for new cosplayers. Um it's kind of a two-part tip. Because I get a lot of, you know, hey, I want to compete also, but I'm also new into cosplay. And so I kind of break it down this way. If you are new into cosplay and you've, you've never worn a costume to a convention, my biggest, my biggest tip is to go to a convention not in costume first. And then just to observe the people in costume. Um, go up and talk to them. You know, ask them how, how their day is going. You know, are you comfortable in front of a camera? You know, there's just a lot of things you need to observe before diving into a costume, no matter what you're wearing and taking it to a convention. Um, but you can still be a cosplayer and not wear a costume to convention, you know, totally whatever you want to do. But I will say that's a lot of fun. Um, but as far as, you know, new cosplayers is to take it slow and observe first. Um, definitely. And if you're a new competitor, my biggest thing is to is to just watch a lot of competition show mm. uh, recordings online and go to see them before you dive in and never be afraid to ask, you know, cosplayers like we're an open book, at least the most, most of us are, I am, but um, we'll always answer your question. If you have anything, you know, just research first before you dive into it because you don't want to be overwhelmed because then you might back out of it. Yeah. That's sound, sound advice. Um, yeah, yeah. You, it's, it's. You wouldn't really think sometimes to just go outside, out of cosplay, mm-hmm. in order to get mm-hmm. experience. But that, that makes a lot of sense. Really great. It does. It does. Cause so people don't. You know, some people don't understand that you're going to get your photograph taken, even if you mm, say no. Yeah. Or people mm-hmm. don't know how to say no to a photograph, or yeah. people don't know how to act in front of kids in costume. You know. Yeah. So that's why I tell people to go observe first, see what it's like before you dive head first. Yeah, and then you get sort of the good examples and the not-so-good examples, too. Uh, yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today again. Um, where can people no find problem. you? Where can people find you online? Sure. I am. I have a website that I try to direct everybody to first. It's JediAmanda.com, and that is my blog. That is my link to my print shop when that's open. It's linked to my YouTube, linked to all of my other social media um, but mainly I am active on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Jedi Amanda. Beautiful. All right. And Tori, where can mm-hmm. we find you? Oh my goodness. Um, you can find me at Polar underscore Phoenix on Instagram and Polar Phoenix Cosplays on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Tris, how about you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lightly Salted Tris. Beautiful. And Will. 
You can find me at Willow's Pizza on Instagram. <clears throat> Sorry. We are recording from the uh, the podcast Detroit's uh, Detroit Shipping Company Studios in downtown Detroit. So come check it out. And don't forget to use code Wookie10 at com for awesome t-shirts. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and Facebook, uh, Kiki Elise Cosplay. If you, Tori, stop bobbing your head at me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being supportive. It's fine. Um, you can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, on Facebook uh, through Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere fine podcasts are heard. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jedi Amanda, for joining us again. No problem. Thanks for having me. I had a good time. Hooray. And from Yay. Cosplay Confidential, <laughs> from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. And I'm Tori. And I'm Tris. I'm Will. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. Beep boop.